Welcome back to the Energetics of Everything, your favorite place to learn about all things wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the energetics of everything. Today, we are discussing the energetics of integrity. Integrity is something that is really, really important to me specifically, both from a human design perspective and from a personal perspective. I've always been somebody that really values the approach that I take to get where I want to go. And it's always been, I've always wanted to make sure that my success does not harm other people, that my success does not hurt other people, that the actions that I take are taken from a loving energy. And I'm doing my best to make sure that everyone around me is supported in the best way that I can support them. And so in my human design chart, I have gate 18 as both of my North nodes, 18.3 and 18.5. So there's this three, five energy that I play with integrity. And so we're going to talk about the gate and then we're going to talk a little bit about how I've been seeing the theme of integrity show up in the online coaching world in the last couple of months specifically, but on a bigger scale as well. And then we're going to talk about some of the big changes that I have done to make sure that I am staying in not just like staying in integrity, but really firmly planting myself and really creating the foundation of my business to be in integrity with the things that I genuinely, genuinely value. So let's talk about gate 18. In gate 18, we have the shadow of judgment. And so we have this hyperactive and this repressive shadow of superiority versus inferiority. This is a projected channel, which means that it is not ultimately directed at yourself. It's not ultimately designed to be introspective. It's something that is very focused externally and it's on collective circuitry, which means that the corrections that this gate is here to make are on a global scale. They're big system shifts that need to happen. We're looking at collective changes that need to be made in order to make the most of a situation. It's in the splenic center. So it deals with resources. It deals with safety. It deals with intuition. It deals with that physical awareness. And then it's connected to the root center, which deals with pressure, evolution, and growth. So we're looking at a theme of how can a collective move to a new level on a physical in a physical way in a safe way that benefits everyone. So this channel of the 1858 channel, the channel of judgment really dives into and really looks at how can I get the most out of the present moment or how could I use the momentum and the pressure that's available to me right now to make the corrections that are needed and necessary without overdoing it. And so there's this fine balance of creating just enough change to create the impact that you need, but without changing so much that the integrity of the system falls apart. So when I came into the human design world, one of the first things that I noticed was the lack of availability and content, but specifically the way that it was being taught just didn't make sense to me. I looked at the International School of Human Design and I talked to some people who had also looked at the International School of Human Design. And what I saw was there are like they didn't have self-study programs, which is something that I was really craving. I wanted access to all of the information so that I could go through it in my own way. And when I saw that it was being taught in a very traditional classroom style program, it really frustrated me because I see this system as a way to make corrections to everything. And so we have the system that literally says people learn differently, they integrate differently, they understand things from a different perspective, but the community was only teaching it in one way. So from the get-go, I got in trouble in Facebook groups for (laughs) making corrections and trying to make information more available than than it was. And of course, me being me, I'm blending different topics and I'm talking about 
the collective cycles that I'm seeing. And I'm talking about all of the things that I'm seeing and blending everything. And whenever you blend different systems and you take human design information that is not purely human design, there are a group of people who view is that to stay in integrity with the system is to continue to uphold the the exact words and the exact phrases that were used to translate the system in the first place. And so for them, this is, it's to stay in integrity and what they value is the originality and the original format that this information was integrated in. And I'm all supporting of that. If that is what is aligned for them, that's what's aligned for them because human design says that what works for some people does not work for other people. And so my energy is quite literally designed to take things in and to transmute them. It's very transformative. I want to completely change things. And so when I learned about human design, the way that my energy, my mind my soul process is that is by taking it in, looking at how we can rearrange things, looking at using this channel. How can I perfect things? How can I add what's necessary? How can I add what's missing and take away the things that are unnecessary to the actual process of teaching human design? So then I created the human design certification program that I currently run. And this was the first time that I ran a program at that price point. It was the first time that I was teaching all of this information and I really, really loved it. It was so much fun. It was this divine message that was coming through me. It was the translations that made sense to me. It was my perspective. And I got a group of people or I attracted this group of people that was really ready for seeing human design from my perspective and seeing the corrections, the changes that I made. And I was really intentional around creating a program that supported everyone's learning styles And so it's available if you want to self-study, it's available if you want to go through all the videos, it's available in written format. If you want to read it, it's available in Quizlet format. There's Quizlet decks, there's quizzes that you can test your information, there's calls to do case studies. I really learned how people learn so that I could create what they needed in order to actually learn the information. Because if I was going to say, if I'm going to put out on the internet, then I'm going to teach you how to understand human design. I want to be damn sure that I can actually teach you how to understand human design. And I want to make sure that it's not only the people who learn the way I learn or who have similarities in their chart to me. I want everyone to be able to learn it. That's this 1858 perfectionism energy. So we have this shadow of judgment where you're, you're, if you're in the shadow of judgment, you're out of integrity, you're looking at inferiority versus superiority. So we have this repressive shadow, which is usually this essence, this essence of, I am worse than other people. I'm out of integrity. I'm worse than other people. I'm not good enough. I can't be the one to lead the change. It's very self-deprecating. Or there can be this energy of overinflation where you're kind of hyperactive with this. Like I see the corrections. Other people don't see it the way that I see it. I'm better than them. They're dumb. They're stupid. They're doing it wrong. There's this superiority energy because there's a comparison. And so of course, when I first came across people saying, oh, you don't know what you're doing. You're brand new to human design. I bet, you know, this, this feedback that I was getting in the initial stages of sharing this information, I was in the shadow of judgment. I was judging them for having access to this information, having access to a system and not doing anything about it. I was feeling judgmental around the fact that they have the information available to them to personalize the education, but no one was willing to actually do the work. They were only repeating things. They were only regurgitating information. And that to me felt out of integrity. It felt so out of integrity if we have the information available to not be taking action on it and to not be doing something about it. So this theme of integrity has been present forever. There's a lot of gatekeeping with information in the human design world. And that's something that does not sit well with me because this information has the potential to absolutely change people's lives. It has completely changed my life. I went from being a really frustrated nursing student who was completely overwhelmed at her wit's end, overworking herself, um, struggled with codependency issues, struggled with people pleasing. Like I was doing so much for other people and nothing for myself but I was also pushing myself for the standard of perfection. Like I was completely burning myself out in a field that I wasn't happy with. I went from there to retiring my husband from the military and allowing him the freedom to go after the dreams that he wants to go after. We've moved locations. We've bought a new house. We've hired a team of scale the company. I quit my job. I live an unrecognizable life 
to where I was two years ago because of what I've implemented with human design. So when I had run the first round of the program and I was getting this feedback around, oh my God, this was absolutely, this was like 10 times more information than I thought it was going to be. This was, you know, it took us much longer to go through all of the content than I thought. It took us nine months, not six because I had so much to say and so much that I wanted to share. And it took more time to personalize it than I thought it would. Very Manny Jen of me, like, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal to personalize absolutely every detail of the human design chart. And then it was, (laughs) it was kind of a lot of effort to personalize absolutely everything, but we got it done. We did it. It took us nine months and I've continued to add, I've continued to perfect this program. I've continued to experiment with it since then. But the first round is where I think that the coaching industry conditioning got to me. And I can say this because of course I'm, you know, still in my three line phase. I'm here to experiment. None of us is perfect. We are all going to experience conditioning. We are all constantly going through this deconditioning process. So I have no shame. I have no guilt around the decisions that I made in that moment, because in that moment, they were the best decisions that I could have made. And that's where I needed to learn these lessons. I feel good about everything. That's what I'm trying to say. But when I made the decision to increase the price of my program, I was in a position where I had run a class of 35 people by myself and completely burnt myself out. All of a sudden, I have a wait list of, I think it was close to 1,500 people saying that they wanted to join this program and do it with me. There was over a thousand people that were really eager and really asking for and really excited to join the program that I was in. And then I have all of the people who've gone through the program, people that I looked up to, people that I set visions of like, maybe one day I will manifest working with this particular client. And then they show up in my DMs and they're like, oh, I want to take your certification here. Let me pay in full for it. So dream clients, people that I looked up to were telling me the value of this program. You can't charge what you, what you charge for it. You have to double or triple the price. You have to double or triple the price. And so I went from charging, I think I charged $6,000 for the first round to 18, the second round, because we extended it. We were, I had to hire support. I was anticipating a class of probably a hundred students. And I was like, there's no way I can teach a hundred students myself. So I want examples. I want support coaches. I built the infrastructure and built the process of teaching, teaching support coaches, how to grade teaching support student support coaches, how to support the students in the way that I was teaching them. So built all of this and the feedback that I got was either really magnetic or really repelling. Some people absolutely saw the value in it. They saw that it was absolutely a $20,000 program. What I teach in the program is how to decondition yourself, heal your relationship to money. And then I teach you my coaching process and how to apply it to your business. So by the time you go through this program, you have the skills and the knowledge to grow your income, grow your impact, grow Uh, You can be offering readings. You can be using human design in the work that you do. It's very focused on integrating human design into your work and helping people with it. And obviously with that exchange of effort and with that exchange of help, income is also going to be a factor. So I have all of these people saying you should be charging like 30K for this program. Like that's, that's a lot. I don't think I can feel worthy of that. Here is the story was I can see the value in the program. And when everyone around me says, this is what the value is, this is what the value is, it's easy for me to assume that if I don't feel like that's what the value is, that it's a me thing. Because if everyone around me is saying, oh my gosh, you've created something that's easily worth $30,000 and you could be charging $30,000 for it consistently and be running classes of like 50 students at a time. If people are saying that that's available to me, that's really enticing. That's really exciting. That feels really good. That feels like easy money. That feels like abundance. But I still didn't quite feel good about it. And so when I charged those prices, I was not surprised at all when I got a ton of feedback that was like, I was not expecting this. This is too much. What are you doing? I can't afford this. And I wanted to afford it. I had told people I was increasing the price point, but I think they were anticipating maybe around like 10, 11 K, not 18 because they hadn't seen what was inside the program. So I released the program. We had an incredible launch. We still attracted, I think, 35 students to that particular program. It was still an absolutely insane program. But then all of a sudden there is this guilt of, if I just charged $18,000, what do I need to add to this? What else do I need to do to make sure that this is an $18,000 investment? 
because all of a sudden it felt like I had to prove that this wasn't just an 18K investment, but this was a, a personalized 18K investment. So I was looking at how can I make this valuable for everyone? Absolutely everyone. And so I went into this overworking again. I was showing up on calls when I didn't have to. I was answering questions. I was overworking my capacity in a way that was just far beyond where I could be. And then on top of that, I had a physical trauma happened. I had a very sudden ruptured ectopic pregnancy that landed me in the hospital. And all of a sudden I have to take time off and things are not going the way that I wanted them to. So I got a little bit sidetracked with the story. So I want to kind of veer us back on track talking about integrity, but I think it's important that I share this with you because every single time, like I, I can see the value in the program. And I think that this is the, the pressure of the industry to be successful, but there's this storyline that your prices have to do with your self-value. And then if you're charging a lot of money, it's because you know that you're worth a lot of money. And there's this concept of worth, self-worth and price points being so entwined that even with my defined ego center, where I'm supposed to just know my self-worth, I was feeling pulled out of alignment with that. So yes, I can see the value of a $20,000 investment and how for business owners and for specific people that makes sense, but I don't want to just help business owners and those kinds of people. I want to help a lot of people. I want to have a widespread impact because this information took me from, again, a broke college student with low self-esteem and who is shy to the person that I am today. And so I thought back to the tenacious little college student that I was and how I was doing absolutely everything in my power to find access to this information. It was hard. It felt challenging to get this information. It felt challenging to like, once you hear the information, once you read it, you're like, okay, now what do I do with it? So all of this felt really difficult to me. And it was challenging to get to a place where I understood the information, where I was integrating the information and where I was able to share it in a way that genuinely made sense to other people. It took years to develop my understanding and my perspective of human design. I worked with it for myself for two full years before I brought it online. There's this industry thing where it's like, if you have experience or if you're the best, or if you have high value, like all of these things around like price points. And so we see people charging ridiculously high amounts of money for coaching and for you know, it's the support when really a lot of it is some people it's out of integrity. I genuinely believe that there are clients at every price point. Yes. I also believe that charging high ticket is not the only way that you can create time freedom. And I think that that's a misconception in the industry is that if you want to create time freedom, you either have to decrease your availability. So put more boundaries in place or increase your prices. And there's so many other ways to do it. So when this round of SSCC came, so this is the fourth time that we have launched the coaching certification live, we have the self-paced version, we have the live classes that run about once or twice a year right now. I rearranged it and so I kept the price point the same for more content and six months of support as opposed to the four-month container that I had done previously. So in my eyes, I'm like, okay, I'm not increasing the price point, even though I've about doubled the value of this container. I wanted it to be really accessible. I wanted it to be at a price point that didn't feel like I was raising my prices just to raise my prices because and making my content less and less accessible for people. And I started getting these stories and these DMs about people in other countries, people who are students in other countries, working in other countries, single mothers in other countries, where the exchange rate to US dollars just doesn't make sense. And me charging, even having payment plans that are extended like a couple hundred US dollars a month is their entire income at that level. And I thought about the fact that my first year in business, I made $23,000. And here I was charging something that was like just under what I made in an entire year. And it brought me back to my roots where I grew up living in a three bedroom house, eight people. I have seven siblings. And when I was 12, my parents divorced, separated. We went through a bankruptcy, foreclosure, moved across the country. And then my teen years were spent in severe poverty. We lived under the poverty line very, very intensely, especially for a family of our size. So I went from that to, you know, as an 18 year old, as a 17, 18 year old to a 23, 24, 
running a million dollar business and charging $20,000 to work with me for a year, to work in this container for a year. And it felt so big and it felt so bad. And here I was thinking like my storyline for it being, it feeling bad was this essence of you just don't feel worthy of what everyone else sees. They finally see your value and now you can't see it. So it was never an issue about like other people seeing it. It was always a self issue. So I started to blame myself of I'm not, I'm not making the money that I want to be making, or I'm not selling out this program the way that I want to sell it out because I don't feel worthy of the price point. I don't feel worthy of charging this. I must not see the value, but then I'd go into this loop where I would look at the program and I would say, this has so much value. This is absolutely life-changing. This is incredible. This is amazing. Of course it's worth, like it's priceless to me. It's worth millions to me. And you know, the energy, the things that the energy that I've poured into it, it's worth so much. I know that it's life-changing. But for me to stay in integrity, the price points just weren't working for me, or at least the way that they were, the way that they were structured. So this last launch of SSCC, the enrollments were trickling in. We had, you know, the initial couple of people jump in, the people who've been waiting for a while. And then it was really slow. It was kind of just stagnant. And so I'm feeling into the energy. I'm like, something's off. Something's not right. Because we feel it, right? We, we feel it in our energy field. And I'm just like, okay. What needs to be rearranged for this to feel that like it's working, everything's coming in, everything's doing exactly what it needs to do. So I focused on my energy. I focused on, you know, my inner work. I looked at my thoughts. I observed all of the information that was available to me like I do in any situation, in any moment. And what really got my attention was we opened up the scholarship opportunities and scholarships are something that we have done three out of the four, we didn't do it for the first class, but we've done it for every single live round since the first cohort of SSCC. We have offered scholarships at like 25%, 100%, 50%, all of these different percentages to make it available for people who can't access the program financially. So we've made that available. We had over 150 applications within the first, I published it that evening, the next morning we had over 150 applications for this program. And so I'm looking at the 150 people that are saying, I genuinely want to be in this container right here, right now, but money is the issue. I can't because of this. And I read through all of their stories and I read through all 150 of these stories, hearing people discuss the very real things that they are dealing with and the very real things that they are facing. And I see I see me when I was a college student and when I was looking at the big money manifestation programs that I wanted to go through and looking at like, okay, do I max out my credit card and like hopefully make enough money because in like six months so that I can finish these last couple of payments. Like I remember being there so intensely and, you know, asking for people like, Hey, is there any way that you could do like a working discount or um, can I have an extended payment plan? Like, I really want this information. I see that it can help me. And I got this like, no, you have like the industry says you have to keep your price points where they are. And then when people are ready, they will manifest the money into the experience. And it's this like first challenge of alignment. And there's a whole story around how lowering your prices is like lowering your integrity and allowing the excuses of other people to also like it's essentially buying into the excuses of someone else. And to me, like that, that. I cringe <laughs> physically in my body. It just didn't feel right to one, to offer three, the five scholarships that I was planning to offer and then turn away like 145 people and say, Nope, oh, I know you want this. And I know that being in this container can absolutely change your life, but you don't have the money right now. So I'm going to say no to you. That to me felt like I was disappointing people. Like I was harming people with my actions and I was keeping something from them that I didn't need to be keeping. I didn't need to be gatekeeping this information from them. I could be sharing it. I could be serving them. And so I sat with it. I go into my little emotional bubble and I go into my, my little inner world and I just feel all of the things and I see all the things that come up. And the idea that came through was sliding scale payment plans. And so I thought about how to me as a college student, so a couple of years ago, $20,000 to me was the absolute biggest thing in the entire world. Like that's what I made my first year in business 
And I was like ecstatic about that. That $23,000 had completely changed my life because it was something that I created on my own. That was a big, big deal. And up to that point, that was the most money I had ever made. I'd had part-time jobs here and there, but that was the most money I had ever made in my life. And at that point, making the $8,000 investment for the live round of SSCC would have been like six months of my income. There's no way that I could have made that at that time, even with the payment plans and the extensions that I was creating and I was offering. So I looked at how even in just a couple of years, my concept of value has changed. A dollar for me now is very different than a dollar to me a couple of years ago. That version of me could never have imagined paying someone $10,000. And I have made many purchases and many things. Like I've written checks for $10,000 or for more, you know, putting down payments on cars, giving, I've exchanged large, large amounts of money right now. So it's a very different perspective and it's a very different concept. And so when I was thinking about trauma and I was thinking about how in this world, there's so many people that have this investment trauma of they they make the investment because the sales page is really good. And they're told that if they just stretch themselves, if they just trust their intuition, if they just trust that now is the moment, if they burn the bridges, like they can make this leap of faith and everything will work out for them. And what happens is like, yes, that's possible. But when your body and your mind are on different pages and trauma exists in the physical human, then there's no way that the physical human is going to be able to be aware of the opportunities necessary to get where you want to go. So I see these people who make an investment and they go into, you know, the proven programs or they go with the system that promises them all of this transformation like has really good marketing and may be a really incredible program. It might be an absolutely amazing program that is genuinely just channeled content and is the best work that that creator has ever made. But if people are in an energy of scarcity, they will not be receptive to the content that's in the container. I genuinely believe that the energy that you are in when you make the decision is the energy that you carry throughout that container. So the people who make a decision around investment from this essence of this is the investment that I'm going to make. I feel terrified right now. I feel like I'm going to miss out on this opportunity. I feel like if I don't make it right now, this opportunity is never going to come along again. This person has all of the answers. This person is going to make me prove my worth. Like you're really in your non-self and you're in this essence of if I can make this investment now, if if I risk the money now and work really, really hard and do this program perfectly. I'll go through all of the content. I'll apply everything. I'll work extra hard in the workbooks. I'll put myself on a special schedule to get myself going and get myself like absolutely perfect with this program. We put this story in our heads. And then what happens is you are so afraid when you're showing up in that program that you're going to miss something. You're going to do it wrong, that you're not going to get that thing that you need, that you're not going to be able to make your next payment, that you are completely unreceptive to any of the value that's actually there. So you go into this program with this essence of if I can risk this money and if I can make this happen, if I can push, 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 push that push energy, right? That stretching energy. If I make this investment, then I'll be able to call in this thing. That is scarcity. You are saying, unless this program somehow has some magical secret and unlocks a code for me that just opens up the heavens and angels come down and sing and serenade me into this new moment of my life that you are not getting what you need out of the program. You also put so much expectation and so much pressure on turning that information around really quickly. And so this is where we see people who go into one program and then like they pretty much every single program that they create is just what they learned. And so there's no integration at all because there's so much pressure around making your money back. There's so much pressure on making an ROI on your investment that people want it done within the container. There's this, I have, if it's a four month container, I have to make my investment back within four months. I have to create this result within four months where it wasn't worth it. And then if it wasn't worth it, anytime it's not perfect, anytime it's not 100% worth it, you're like, oh, well, I didn't, I made the wrong investment. Me, it's my fault. I can't trust people. I don't know how to do it right. It works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. I'm trash, right? Like I am a bad human being. I am incapable of everything, right? Like that spiral because you didn't get the results that you're anticipating when in reality you made the decision from your non-self 
and you're going into that program saying this is going to give me consistency in an energetic area where I'm always going to be inconsistent and I'm here to be flexible. And then you get mad at yourself when you can't be consistent in a way that you are literally designed to surrender. You're saying, I'm, I'm trying to control the thing that I'm here to surrender with. And then when you don't have control over it and you feel like you don't have control over it continually, you're like, oh, I can't get control over this. This program wasn't right. And it perpetuates the problem of, I still don't have what I want because I couldn't control this, which means I have to try harder to control this. And then I'll have the things that I want. (laughs) And it's a spiral. We just spiral in this bad investment, not trusting ourselves, not getting the results that we want. I feel like I'm wasting money and it just deteriorates your energy, your confidence, your self-image, your identity, everything. So the energy that you're in when you're making an investment is extremely important. And so I started doing this with, I create a lot of content around how to make an intuitive decision. I don't do a lot of pain points conversations. Like I do not do the traditional pain point marketing. I don't talk about, like, I don't really have a strategy or a formula for how I sell and how I create. I pull the essence from the program. I work with the ideas. I look at the transformation that the container is trying to create. And I communicate that. I talk about that very honestly and very open-heartedly. And I'm experimenting all the time, right? It works sometimes. It doesn't work other times. And usually the times it doesn't work are when I decide to create something out of force or because it's a really good idea, but it's not the right timing. So I always learn something from that. But when you're making an investment, the energy you're in really matters. And so I've done a lot around trying to support people in making aligned decisions that we even have an entire podcast episode on how to use your inner authority to make an aligned investment. Because if you're not trusting your inner authority, like if you go into a program from the energy of abundance, let's talk about that. If you see a program, let's talk about how it always works for me. It always works for me in, I decide on a creation. I decide on something that I'm going to create and then exactly what I need appears. So when I decided that I wanted to increasing my income, I'm ready to make the jump from, I want five figure months. I'm ready for five figure months. I know that's where I'm going. I'm ready. I'm building it. I'm building it. I'm building it. And then within my first, the first month that I'd made that second month, made the decision, had a really good same 3k month that I normally had. The next month, because I was still in this essence of I'm working towards it until it happens, I hit 15K and then 20K and then 40. And then it just kept growing and kept amplifying from there. But I made this decision. And then I said that as soon as the money started really coming in, I really wanted a one-on-one mentor. I wanted one that I'd healed some issues. I tried hiring one in the beginning of my business and it, I was definitely in the energy of scarcity. I was putting a lot of pressure on her. I did not understand the payment structure that was in it shared. It was actually like weekly payments when I thought it was bi-weekly payments. And so I don't know if that was her miscommunicating or me misunderstanding, but something wasn't right. All of a sudden it was twice as much money as I thought was going to be invested. And it just stretched me out of my capacity. It scared the living daylights out of me. It lasted a couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm not getting what I need. I'm not making the money yet. And it's not working for me. So I had this like, trauma of investing with a private mentor, but I knew that it was time. I was like, I want somebody, but I don't want it to be this essence of going to this person thinking that they're going to save me. I want to go to them in this essence of this is what I'm going to create. And I just want to bounce things off of it. So I went in as like, how can I be their ideal client? How can I be the next level client, the client that they've never experienced before, the client that gets faster results, better results, the client that is so open and so coachable and so receptive, but who is taking full responsibility for creating something magical while in this space. So that was the essence that I was in when I attracted my first mentor. And she was absolutely incredible for what I needed in that time. She helped me birth the creation of SSCC and bring the idea of the certification into the world, all of the things. So there's this investment trauma, but the reason that I was able to get really good results with her was because of the energy I was in when I made the decision. I was not looking for a hero. I was not looking for something that was going to save me because I didn't feel like a victim of my situation. I knew in my core, in the core of my being, that because I had already spent years in the online business space trying to make money, making $0 most of the time. 
And I'd been able to scale to a space where I was consistently making $3,000 a month. I knew that I had the tenacity and I knew that I had the consistency and desire to make it happen. The desire wasn't going away. So I knew that this desire to make lots of money and to support people in an online business was probably always going to be there. And so I said, okay, if that's always going to be there, then it doesn't matter if now is my first 10K month or next month is or next year is because I know that I'm going there. I know that's what I'm creating. I know that's a part of my storyline. So I knew it at a core level. And I knew that that was something that I was aiming towards, regardless of the results that I got from this person, regardless of what happened in that coaching container. But it felt right. It felt aligned. It felt really good to have support in that way. And so I went into that container, not needing a coach, but wanting one. And that was an incredible energy to be in. And that's really where all of my best investments have come in because I wasn't looking for, she has the secret. She's going to explain this one gene key in my entire sequence in a way that's going to make sense. And then all of a sudden I'll know how to be abundant for the rest of my life. I was just looking for someone to be with me along the journey as I figured it out, as I created the results, as I built the business that I wanted to build. And so the reason that I share this is because the energy that people are in when they invest in my programs is really important because for me to stay in integrity, it means that I am able to create results for anyone who is showing up for my programs fully. I don't want just certain types or just certain people to be able to be successful. I want to make it accessible to everyone. And I thought a lot about, I've done the physical things. I do the strategical things to support people in making the aligned decisions. I've created the supportive content. I create the educational content that I think is necessary for people before they make that investment, this podcast episode included. (laughs) And I do a lot of these things to make sure that I can support people in entering into my containers, but also other containers, other investments in a space of integrity, because that's going to build their trust with themselves as they go into the programs. SSCC is a monster of a program. There are, I think there's over 200 trainings between, there's gotta be more than that. Actually, we have all of the original content, all of the gene keys, all of the channels, all of the profiles, the centers in all of their different formats, all of the details, but also we have a and a library of the commonly asked questions. We have the coaching method. There's so much content that is created that if anyone were to go into my program and have that essence of, I have to do absolutely everything in this container in order to get the most out of it, they would fail. They would absolutely fail because I don't think there is a single person that has gone through absolutely every piece of the content. Of the 230 students that we have had go through this program, I don't think a single one has finished every single video. And that's because it's not designed for you to go through and watch every single video. It's a library. This is a resource that you're going to come in and you're going to take what you need to create that foundational information, to share this, to integrate this, to bring it to your people in the right space. But there's no way you're going to memorize everything in human design. And I say that because I have been consistently studying and working with and memorizing this system. And I still forget details. (laughs) I still forget details all of the time. So I have reference texts. If I'm in a space where I'm working with a client, I'm like, hmm, I'm not quite sure what the next action step is. I'll look at their chart to see if there's anything that stands out to me. If there is something, okay, do I want to learn about that a little bit more? If it's a specific gate, I might look at that gate in one of the 10,000 books that I have that is sharing it from a different perspective, just to see, like I use my reference texts often. So this program is designed to personalize your education journey. But if you think that you have to go through all of the Quizlet decks, all of the quizzes, all of the videos, all of the workbooks, read the entire textbook at the same time, attend every single one of the calls, the calls that we do are time zone inclusive. So we technically have two classes. We have two of every single call. So yes, there's 60 calls in the live support group. That's 10 a month. You're not going to be able to attend 60 calls (laughs) as well as study all of this content. So my program is literally impossible to do perfectly. And so my program is really triggering for anyone who enters into it, trying to get that perfect student, perfect energy, perfect program experience Because my program is going to take you a lifetime to go through. It's going to be a resource that you can come back to. Even if you get through all of the content, there's so much that there's no way you're going to be able to digest it all, understand it all, form your own opinion on it, integrate it, 
it's going to require you to come back over and over again. It's going to require dedication. It's going to require a lifetime of dedication to this work. And so in my eyes, if the people that come into my world, if I can support them in creating an environment where they trust themselves to self-lead through the content, if they're going into the self-paced program or in the support container, they trust themselves to attend the calls that are necessary to keep up on the things that are like to trust themselves also in the live container to go to the things that are necessary and not feel overwhelmed in order to have that level of self-trust you have to be able to be in a state of abundance. You cannot be in a state of scarcity because the state of scarcity says, I have to do absolutely everything in this program in order to get the most out of it because I might miss something. I might miss the important secret. I might miss the download. I might miss the secret sauce. But if you're in a state of abundance, you're actually able to approach the vast content library that is there and trust your intuition to say, hmm, I know like we're technically moving through the authorities right now. I feel pretty solid on my authority. I think I want to skip ahead and look at the channels this week. I think I want to look at my profile today. I think I want to learn this today. If you're able to be in a state of abundance when you're learning, you're able to respond, you're able to follow your strategy and authority, you're actually able to practice the integration that's necessary. So my program is so much more effective if you're able to step into this program from a state of abundance and alignment because the amount of information that's available to you is insane. And so if you are, if you're genuinely ready to be in a state of abundance, you can watch any single video. You trust that you watch literally anything and just scroll randomly and choose one, that that's going to be exactly what you need in that moment. And that's going to be exactly what you need in that, in that time frame, and that you are being successful by consuming the content in the way that you're consuming it. So my program is challenging for a lot of people because there's a lot of content and it challenges you to really change the way that you approach learning and the way that you approach integration and this information because the industry has conditioned you to believe that if you're going to make a big investment, you have to get the most out of that investment. And this is really like, that's the shadow of 58, which attaches to that gate 18, which is like the first thing that we started talking about. We have the shadow of judgment, right? Like I'm inferior. I'm not getting the, I'm inferior. I'm getting inferior results because I'm not doing it well enough. I'm not doing it perfectly. So we have that shadow, right? Like I'm not good enough because I haven't done enough. And then 58, we have the shadow of dissatisfaction. And so dissatisfaction, the gift frequency is vitality. So to move out of dissatisfaction and this judgment energy, to me, that's scarcity and to move into integrity and vitality. So it's looking at how can I get the most out of this for me? How can I get the most life out of this? How can I get the the most perfect journey for me right now, but recognizing that perfection is not a definition, it's a process. And everyone's perfect journey looks different. That's why it's called sacred success because your success is sacred. It is not cookie cutter. (laughs) It's unique, it's individual, it's special. So what we decided to do, kind of just taking action on integrity, I realized that it was more important for me to show people how to get into a state of abundance and to kind of fix this problem than it was for me to focus on convincing people that my prices are worth it. I know my prices are worth it. I know that I could charge way more for the things that I create if I wanted to, and I do not want to right now. It has nothing to do with my self-worth and has everything to do with the fact that I want to create this abundance while still being accessible and while doing the work that I feel is needed. And the work that I feel is needed is making this information accessible to the people who have the most growth to do, who have the most trauma to decondition, who have the most issues with money to work through, because those are the people who have, those are the people who have a lot of lessons to learn in this life. Those are the light workers. Those are the people that are going to be able to take this, transform that pain into something absolutely beautiful. And then we'll go on to completely change the world because of that experience. And if that's the impact that I want to make, I don't think it's an integrity for me to be charging $20,000 for a certification program. It's just not. It has nothing to do with the worth and has everything to do with how I want to create it and the mission that I have. So what we've decided to do, what we did with all of the students or all of the people who applied for the, the scholarships this round, we kind of kept it secret. We didn't announce it. I didn't want this to be a reason that people applied or a reason that people were interested in purchasing it in that moment. I wanted to just see what happens if I 
offer sliding scale payment options and extended payment plans to the people who asked for scholarships. So I asked them to stretch themselves a little bit, but I made it much more tangible, much more accessible. So it's not a quantum leap that you have to hold. It's not this giant step of I have to go from making no money to pretending that I'm a millionaire until my body catches up because that puts your body in that trauma response. If you're in this essence of I trust myself fully and I know that this is the correct program for me and I know that I can stretch myself past my comfort zone and I'm fired up to make this work, but I'm not terrifying the absolute living hell out of myself. That's a great space to be in. And that's a really healthy place for people to be in. There's far too many people that have been harmed, like genuinely harmed from marketing tactics of pressure, of pain points, of scarcity, and this like lack It's terrible for your nervous system. And so if you've been purchasing program after program, especially if it's related towards fixing yourself, which 90% of things focused at women is about fixing yourself, whether it's fixing your appearance, fixing your physical body, fixing your health, fixing your money, fixing your relationships. It's all about fixing you, which you're not broken in the first place, but it's so easy to get into the spiral of feeling worse and worse and worse, the more personal development you do, because you're constantly looking for a secret that doesn't actually exist. So I want you to change your state and I want you to be able to get the absolute most out of the programs that I create. And what that meant was creating sliding scale payment options. And so we offered the program and we said, you can choose your investment for this program. You can choose your investment from the, for this program. And I said, you can pay 50% of the estimated value, 75% or 100%. All of them are offered on 18-month extended payment plans. So instead of saying, you have to make all of this money really quickly and you have to expel all of this, and you have to give me $8,000 right now. I said, you can pay four, you can pay around like six-ish, or you can pay the full value of eight and you can join this program. And we had a lot of people accept that. And so there's a lot of the students in the program who are really fired up about being in the program because they see this opportunity, because they see that I'm doing something differently. This is not made from a state of scarcity. I know that I can make as much money as I want to make and as much money as I desire to make. And I can do it in a way that feels good. And charging $20,000 for a group coaching program where I have hired support coaches to do a lot of the education does not feel good to me. Possible? Yes. Easy? Yes. Not in integrity. So what we have recently done since the sliding scale payment options were so deliciously accepted and so well received from our live round students, we've decided to open it up for the self-paced program as well. So with the self-paced program, you get access to the content. You can go through all of the courses, all of the videos, the 200 and something plus trainings, all of the library at your own pace, and you get to self-study. I'm a self-studier. I love studying alone. All of my education has come from self-studying. That is where I thrive. And so I wanted to create that as an option because this is also a ton of content. If you want to start going through the library and then upgrade at any point, we offer those upgrade options and all of the things that we're creating will have the sliding scale options. So you will have the ability to choose the investment that feels like it is stretching you, feels like it is motivating you to show up, feels like it is the aligned energetic exchange for what you're receiving, but it's also something that doesn't pull you into a space of absolute scarcity. I know that going through this program is absolutely life-changing and I want to make that life-changing experience available to anyone who is ready to make that transformation, regardless of how their trauma is currently affecting their ability to manifest, receive, and spend money. Because that's, that's the main reason why these people don't have money. It has nothing to do with their actual situation, their decision, them as a human being, has everything to do with the conditioning that happened before them, the conditioning that happened the generations before them and in this society, in our society before us. So I don't think that we should be telling people who have experienced money trauma and who've experienced scarcity all of their life that they have to solve a problem that, yes, the answers are available to them, but maybe it's not available to them in the format that they need. It doesn't make sense to me to tell those people to figure out the biggest problem in their life 
stretch themselves way past their comfort zone, make their mind and their body completely fight in order to hold alignment and hold this state of abundance just for them to be able to step into the opportunity to do life-changing work because you cannot heal if you're in a trauma response. You can't heal if you're in that fight or flight energy. You can't heal in there because you're so focused and you're so in your mind, you're not actually in your body. And so I saw that the people who are attracted to me need to heal. They have things that they are really dedicated to healing, things that they have a big purpose to heal in this lifetime. And chances are they're at a space where it, it like it doesn't matter what, where the money is. It doesn't matter if the money's coming in for them, if they're not able to make it, if they're not able to spend it, if it's a different currency entirely, it doesn't matter the physical manifestations of their reality. There's people who are coming into my world who need this information, this transformation, and who are also, because they've experienced that trauma and because they've experienced that diversity, they're the people that are going to have the best ripple effect. Because when we've had to do something ourselves, we have that personal involvement, that personal experience, it makes us better teachers. So in order to create the next generation of teachers, the next generation of highly healed and aligned individuals who are going to completely change the world, I was called to offer sliding scale payment plans. So that's what I did. That's what I created. And I just want to showcase and kind of like be this example for you guys, very six line of me, that the industry tells you a lot of things about self-worth and it tells you a lot of things about money and it tells you a lot of things about price points and you get to create money however you want to create it. The, I genu- there are clients at absolutely every price point and I believe that everyone needs help and money means something differently to everybody. But the majority of the population and where there is the most room for improvement and the most room for health or growth is in the population of the world, the 95% of the world that struggles with money scarcity, at least to some degree. And so that is, that's the work that I'm doing currently. I am also, of course, shifting my conversation to more specifically talk about deconditioning your money story. But along the way, I wanted to make sure that the The big program, the cornerstone of my business, the thing that I'm probably the most well-known for is in the most integrity possible with who I am, where I'm going, and what I want to create in this world, the values that I have. So that's my long-winded story. We have kind of an announcement in there if you didn't get the email or if you're not, uh, yeah, pretty much only on the email list that we're offering sliding scale payment plans. We're doing it in a way that is low pressure. We're here to support you in making an aligned decision. The self-paced option is always available at many different price points. And you can upgrade to live support if that's a container that works for you. The next class is probably launching in enrolling, I'd say enrollment in March, and then we'll actually go live in April. So if you want to like study before that, you have that available to you and you can start deconditioning. You do not have to put yourself into a complete state of scarcity and push yourself way past your comfort zone and pull yourself out of alignment to feel like you have control over money. You don't have to do that. So that's my long episode for today. It was much longer than anticipated, but it was exactly what needed to be said. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. And I hope that you learn something, feel different, and can walk away with this knowing that you can trust yourself at a deeper level, even when the entire world around you is telling you something different. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.